Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Elise Delucci Show, episode 107. How are you doing? I am back from the English countryside. I spent a couple nights in London. I went hiking through the Cotswolds. I'll talk to you about that in a second. The first thing I need to tell you is the fact of the day, which blew my mind. I read while I was abroad in a book I, uh, I'm reading um, called Mastery. And it's about Leonardo da Vinci. And Leonardo da Vinci, born in 1492 in Florence, was born out of wedlock. And if you could believe this, because he was born out of wedlock and because that was such a crime, it was such a crime then, God forbid, that he was barred from attending university. And so what he did, because he couldn't go to college, Leonardo da Vinci, his father, his father was a notary and he would go into his father's office and every day he would take a sheet of paper and he would go sit out in nature and he would just sketch the flowers and the foliage, whatever he saw. And, and he, and he was obsessive about it and he got so good that obviously then he became a working artist. That's Leonardo da Vinci. Leonardo da Vinci, obviously famous for the last supper, the Mona Lisa painting sculptor, also an engineer. And I, I mean, like this is this is this is antiquated laws, okay? Uh, okay, so you were born because your parents weren't married, okay? And now everybody's going to tell you not to go to college. Well, guess what? He showed them, didn't he? He just became the best damn artist that the world's ever seen. I mean, people might argue Michelangelo, but come on, self-taught, amazing. I found that fact absolutely mind blowing. And you want to know what else I found mind blowing? He died uh, when he was sixty-seven. He died of a stroke. You know what he said on his deathbed? I mean, for this, this, this goes to show you that the human behavior has never changed. And, and hopefully it does change. But he said on his deathbed, he's sorry that he offended God because his work and his art wasn't as good as it should have been. What are you, nuts? What are you, nuts, Leonardo? Everyone in the world goes to see the Mona Lisa or knows the Mona Lisa. And you don't think you were that good? I mean, come on, give me a freaking break. Speaking of the world, it's a goddamn crazy place. Is this not? I'm away. Okay, I'm away. And I, I, I and my boyfriend says to me, oh my God, there's this news article. You better read it. And I look at it and there was a shooting, which I'm sure you heard about, a shooting on the Upper East Side in the East 90s of uh, you know, shoot, shot a mother while she was pushing her baby, her three-month-old baby in the stroller. Just came up to her, shot her in the back of the head. Girl's dead. Poor girl. She's like 20 years old. I'm a part of these mom groups on the Upper East Side, you know, and there's all these women that are coming together. We want to donate. And it's so nice. It was a domestic uh, abuse situation. Apparently the baby's dad, uh, she was estranged from him or he, I don't know. And, and he was like stalking her. Like he knew when she got out of the hospital and all this kind of stuff. It was all over the place and all the news. I came home. That was what was on my doorstep. The New York Post which I can't stand. I'm trying to cancel it. God forbid you got your shit together in the New York Post. You can't even cancel. You can't even talk to human beings on the phone these days. I swear to God. I don't, you know, please. I mean, we all know this. I try to cancel the post. He send us an email. Okay. I send you an email. Great. Then I try to call. Yeah. Nope. If you want, you know, immediate help, send us an email. I sent you like 10,000 emails to cancel. I'm triggered every time I open my front door. My kids are having nightmares. You know why? Because every time I open my front door, it's okay too. Would... One day, the girls, they, my daughters, you know, we, I open the door, we're walking, I'm walking them to school. And on the cover of the post, a picture of a, a, a gun barrel, you know, as if you were in front of it. 
I mean, we all know it's a rag, but I, I like, I, I did like it. That's why I subscribed to it. I like it because I like, first of all, why is my camera? If you're watching me on, if you're watching me on YouTube, my camera's all high and fakakta. It's because I got these kids, you know, they mess everything up. They see mommy stuff and they think, oh my God, like mommy's like going on YouTube. Mommy's a YouTuber. And they play with all my gear anyway. But yeah, I mean, you know, I go out to walk the kids to school and they have to see this stuff. And they're like, mommy, why is there guns on the newspaper? And I'm just like, I, I don't know. Cause there's miserable, there's, cause there's miserable people in the world. That's why I don't know what to tell you, but I can't, but I can't cancel it. Anyway, that was the news article that I read when I was away. And let me tell you something, not pleasant. Okay. Because this mayor that we have, Adams, he said a lot of the right things when he was running. He said, I, I, I swear, he said so many great things. I was like, oh, this guy's going to be something. Every time I open the post, page six, or I'm on the web, whatever, this guy's at a crypto launch party. He's at the Tribeca Film Festival after party with Joe Gorger and Melissa Gorger. What are you doing there? What are you, why don't you get back into your office, okay, in Manhattan, wherever the hell your office is, and why don't you try to stop the goddamn violence? I'm telling you, I have been living in the city for 20 years. My father's family, I've told you this, my father's family's from Greenwich Village. I've been here my whole life, my whole life. You know, we always used to come and have dinner at my grandmother's house down in Greenwich Village. <sighs> the city is horrible. We know this. The subways are disgusting. There's homeless people all over the place. I, I don't know what happened to the shelters that they had opened. Not that the shelters is the answer. Nothing. This is not the answer. There needs to be real leadership. And you know, I don't talk about politics because I don't like it. It's all confusing. Every one person says the other thing. I don't care. I, and I don't need to be losing people because of my, my political opinions. But this is, this is beyond political. This is about safety. I'm away and I have to hear a baby mother shot in my neighborhood. Okay. There's, there's these, and how about there's motorcades? There's these gangs of guys that, that go around in these trike bikes. They're like these motorcycle bikes and they drive like 100, 200 of these bikes in packs. They drive through the streets. They go on the sidewalk. They're like mowing people down. People are going for coffee on a Sunday morning on the subway, just getting killed. I mean, like, who, who could live like this? So this is a long way of me saying to you that it was 4th of July this past weekend, and I spent it in the city with my girls because I didn't, you know, I just got back from being away. And they, they were with their father, you know, away at his country house because isn't that nice? And uh, Oh, I had to get a sip of coffee. And um, I couldn't even take the kids to go watch fireworks. Can you imagine? I want, oh, mommy, we want to go see fireworks. I, I thought to myself, okay, we're going to go do fireworks. Of course, it's 4th of July. We're not going to do them. It's not like we're not doing it Staten Island style. Like we're going to buy bottle rockets off some guy at the back of the truck, you know, Vinny the Rocket. We're not going to buy them and then go shoot them off in the middle of the street. You know, that's how I grew up. But we wanted to watch the fireworks, the Macy's fireworks. And you want to know what? They started at 9.30 at night. It's too, that's too late for the girls to be out. But you want to know what? I'm not going to lie. I was scared. Not because of the fireworks, because of the, the crowds. God forbid. This is how you have to think these days. You just have to be vigilant. So what, what should we do? Should we stay home and watch the fireworks on TV? Should we stay home and watch a movie? Or should we go? Should we go? To, to the East River, okay, and watch the Macy's fireworks at 9.30 on the off chance that that there could be a lunatic on the loose and, and mommy's going to have, and mommy's going to be anxious and have a heart attack the whole time. It's not worth it. It's just not worth it. And, and not to mention that when we were in the park, 
I got the alert that came up <clears throat> about the shooting in Chicago. I have had it. I've had it. I'm I I I I'm telling you, I've never been scared living in this city. I am I am scared. In fact, my friend has uh, kids that go to PS6, which is a nice public school um, on Madison and Madison in the 80s and 60 families. Let me just say the 60 families, 60 New York families that go that have kids in this public school are leaving. They are leaving the school or they have left at the end of this past year because, you know, school's out. They left to go live in the suburbs because it's not worth it for them to live in New York. It's not worth it with the violence and whatnot. Anyway. Speaking of kids, when I was away, I uh, bought some antique little um, porcelain angels. I know it's not really age appropriate. My daughter's I so I put them on the wall. Let me say this: they're these two. I can't show you them because they're on the other side of my living room. But they're these white porcelain angels. Um, you know, and they they have like a little thing on the back, and then you know you hang on the wall. They kind of look like a vase. Hold on, I gotta fix this damn camera. Oh, God. If you're watching this, I'm sorry. The whole thing just fell down. Anyway, they kind of look like a vase, but I don't know what you call it, but like it goes on the wall. You know, it's like a wall sconce, but it's not. It's like a chashka for the wall, you know, but it has a little pot. It has a little thing. Like you could put like dried flowers in there. Small, like, you know, four, four or five inches. So I put them on the wall. Hold on. God damn it. Okay. So I put them on the wall. My kids come in. And they, when, you know, they came home and they say, oh, mommy, what is this? And these, these are hideous. These <laughs> look like Nani would have them on her wall. Yes, that's right, girls. I'm 38 going on 98. That's fine. But you know what? They're antique. I bought them in England. I don't know who makes them. I don't know why. They had no markings on them. But sometimes when you go antiquing, you know, you're looking for the hallmarks, the silver hallmarks. You're looking for the marks at the bottom of the porcelain. Or I know I did because that's something I did all throughout my 20s. Like every other normal 20-year-old girl, I'm just antiquing. Like that was real attractive for the men out there. What do you like to do? Oh, I like to go to flea markets actually. (laughs) Oh, and the diner. But anyway, they said to me, mommy, we don't like angels. They're fake. They're not real. And you know, of course I lost my shit. Like I said, you know, I don't have the kids. I would never, I don't believe in that. I don't, I can't deal with these people, spare the rod, spoil the trump. I'm just like, I'm not getting into it because everybody's very passionate about how they feel about that. But they say crazy stuff. I'm not going to be like hitting them or screaming at them. I just said to them, I said, mommy believes in angels and angels are real. And, you know, they're ugly. Okay, fine. And then later in the day, I'm watching ABC News and a story comes up and I had to say to them, girls, Come, I want mommy to tell you the story because this is a story of a real life angel. And this is a real life angel. There's a man in Wildwood, New Jersey at the Jersey Shore. You know, that's like super far or all the way down by Atlantic City. He owns a rental property that he would rent out for the summer. Three bedrooms, two baths. Rents it out in West Wildwood, New Jersey. Don't know this guy name, guy's name. He airbees and beats it. Oh my God. This camera, I'm sorry. Got a million things going on over here away, come back. I'm all for clamped. Okay. He Airbnbs this summer rental home. He usually charges $300 a night, which to be honest, I kind of think is a little bit of a bargain, but who am I to say? And, uh, but he realizes that the economy, he says, you know, he goes on the news and he's saying, I, the economy is so terrible. And he realizes families are strapped, gas prices and this and that and the other thing. And he's going to introduce a pay as you go 
program for his rental property. And of course, I mean, does that not scream like news article? You know, all you have to do is like call up ABC News and say, I'm doing this amazing thing. Anyway, you're doing this pay as you pay as you go. Pay, open up, I'm sorry, not pay as you go. Pay what you can. Pay what you can. So if you can only afford, you know, $100 a night, he'll take the $100 a night and you can stay at his property, whatever. Now, of course, this guy's booked up for life, you know, because he was on the news. But I told the girls, that is a real life angel. I said, things are very expensive right now. We have inflation going on. Gas prices are up in a lot of families. They can't go on vacation. I said, and, and, and this person has a hotel that families could go stay at for not a lot of money. So all families can enjoy a vacation. I said, and that is an example of a real life angel. So don't tell me that they're not real. <laughs> anyway. Okay. My London trip, uh, well, I should say the, the England trip, because it really wasn't London. So we flew from New York into Heathrow and uh, we stayed in London for two days. It was great. We saw, we went to the Tower of London. I mean, I've been there, you know, I mean, you know, I've been, I was back and forth to the UK forever, you know, with kids. And also I, I've been going to the UK since I was 16. When I was 16 and I'm a sweet 16, my mother was like, you want to go on a vacation? Well, you want a sweet 16? I was like, ah, I want to travel. And I went to London with a friend who was, who had another friend that was at Oxford University. So doing a, pro, a special program in high school. So anyway, I've been there a million times. I didn't need to go see the sites, but you know, Chris hasn't really seen the site. So I said, okay, fine. So we'll go. So we did Tower of London, which was great. We saw the crown jewels, you know, uh, Queen Elizabeth's crown. And, and you know, it's just amazing. All the armor that all of uh, the kings and, and everyone wore, the whole crew, you know. <laughs> and uh, and that was great. And we stayed at a hotel called the Ampersand Hotel in South Kensington, which is a beautiful area. It, it, it's a, like a lot of celebs live there, like Eric Clapton and lots of people. You can look it up. South Kensington in London. But the reason why I'm telling you this isn't because I'm plugging anything. Nobody paid me to go there or anything like that. But it's because sometimes, you know, you go to a city and you, you know, you, you just kind of take a guess where you should stay. Well, maybe someone's like, oh my God, I stayed at the best hotel. You know, we all have these friends. Let me just pause here, okay, and say, we all have these friends that everything they do is the best, right? Like you'll have a friend and she'll be like, oh my God, I had the best seafood meal of my life. I was in New York. I had the best seafood meal and it was in this great area and there was people around. Oh my God, the fish was fresh and it was delicious. And you'll be like, where'd you go? And she's like, Times Square, Red Lobster. Like, what are you nuts? Like, there are those people. That everything they do is the best. Like, right? I am not one of those people. In fact, I'm usually like, everything's the worst. You know, I, I feel like I'm just, everything's the worst. I look for the worst in everything. It means problems. Why I'm a therapist, you know what I'm saying? But I can say to you, honestly, that this hotel that I say that was the best in terms of location because, and it was also great in other ways. First of all, the hotel was very nice. They text you a couple times a day to see if you needed anything, you know, for that night or whatever. The hotel had heated bathroom floors. You know, the, the bed was nice and comfortable. Um, free mini bar, you know, whatever you wanted in there. It was very nice. I, I liked it. I, oh, and the key, it turned on, you know, the lights, the, 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 the TV, turned, you know, it was like, it was, it was modern is what I'm trying to say. Ampersand Hotel in South Kensington. But what I liked about it was that it was in a very cool, normal, um, residential neighborhood. So there was markets, you know, that you could walk through in the morning. 
It was near the train station. Um, so you could easily jump on the train and you aren't dealing with being like right off Oxford Street and you aren't dealing with like corny tourist pubs and, uh, you know, like mega, mega like Harrods, you know, sort of thing. Um, it was good. And, 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 you know, where you stay, your vacation in some ways is only as nice as where you stay, right? So it was off to a great start. We did Tower London. London. Uh, we went to Liberty. I love Liberty. That you know, if you haven't been to London at or if you have and you haven't been to Liberty, go to Liberty. It's a department store there, and uh, the department store. It's you know, it's, it's like any other store, but it's in a beautiful Tudor building, like the building of Liberty. If you Google it, Liberty of London, and look at the building, it's gorgeous. But Liberty is known for its prints and its fabrics. In fact, Target years ago, like 10 years ago when they first started, or maybe longer, maybe like 12, 13 years ago, when they first started those designer collaborations, remember when Target's partnered with Isaac Mizrahi and like the world went bonkers. Target also partnered with Liberty of London. It wasn't as well known as a, a brand or designer or whatever here to us, but um, they had all this, all these clothes that had all these like busy, dizzy uh, British floral prints. It was great. I remember buying a couple of things, but Liberty is known for its fabrics. They have, uh, I think it's like on the fifth floor or whatever. They have a whole section of fabrics, like fabrics on the rolls, you know? And I didn't get anything. They weren't like crazy expensive. It was like at all. It was like 25 pounds a yard. So, I mean, it depends what you're using the fabric for. But listen, I mean, you know, if you want to make a little pillow, if you want to make a little scarf for yourself, I don't know. Maybe you don't do that. Maybe you're like, is this girl serious? Like she goes to another country and she's buying fabric. Like I didn't buy this time, but I might like order it. Liberty is totally worth it. Otherwise, it's expensive. You know, if you want to get any plates or plates, like, I mean, I get it. Like, yeah, if you want to just buy like regular stuff, it's expensive. But the fabrics, they're great. It's worth it for the fabrics. It's worth it to see the building. It's a famous store. Um, went to John Lewis on Oxford Street. That's like our version, version of Macy's, but cooler. They have like cooler stuff. Um, I was a circus because, again, Oxford Street is like going to, 42nd Street. Um, what I love about British department stores is all, almost all of the department stores have a haberdashery section. And I know you're like, what the hell? Uh, if you don't know, that is a air, a section like that uh, sells sewing stuff. So they have the fabrics, they have sewing kits, needles, threads, trimmings, you know, that rack, whatever the hell you call it batting. I mean, like it's, it's amazing. And I'm like, I, I love crafts. I've been like a crafter, like from every apartment that I lived in in Manhattan in my lifetime, I, I, not only did I take all of my belongings with me from apartment to apartment and furniture, I also took like my box of paints and crafts. I've just always been crafty. And I'm not like in Pinterest, like I, I can't with that shit, but I just like making things. Right. So, um, I love this about the store. So one of the things I got the girls uh, for a little souvenir was a little box uh, each, a little box um, where you can make your own stuffed animal, tiny, you know, we sew it. Like I need that, like I need a hole in the head. Like I'm going to teach these kids to sew like seven and six years old. Can you do it? Um, totally worth it. Totally worth it. After London, we drove to the Cotswolds and the Cotswolds is a very beautiful place in the world. Uh, people from all over the world go. It is not popular. Again, not a popular place to Americans. 
Um, it's just the English countryside. And we we watched it on Downton Abbey. If you want to know what the Cotswolds is like, watch Downton Abbey. I was inspired by the movie to go. But my in-laws, my ex-in-laws used to go to the Cotswolds a lot. Every, a lot of people go. Everyone goes. Everyone goes. Everybody goes. But you, you people listening, you don't know it. <laughs> it's not the case. It's that. I didn't know what the hell it was before I got married to pull the tooth. I mean, what the hell did I know? But it, it's beautiful. You got to rent a car. So we rented a car from the airport and had the car two days in London. I probably don't recommend that because then you had to garage it and the whole thing. You had to be all worried about it. But when we checked out of the hotel in London, we drove to the Cotswolds. It took takes about two hours. It's like going to, you know, the Adirondacks at Nantucket, but more beautiful. You can't believe where you're stepping. You could go if you, I'm sure you saw, but on my TikTok or my Instagram, I have lots of pictures of it. And we hiked. That's what we did. We hiked through the Cotswolds. I am not a hiker. Okay. But I do like being outside. I do. I do. I like it when I, you know, what? I like being outside when it's gorgeous. Okay. When it's not hot, when it's not sticky, when there's not a lot of bugs, when there's not like tarantulas and snakes about to like, you know, wind themselves around my ankles. Like that's, that's the kind of thing that I like. Um, so we stayed at this hotel, Ellenborough Park in Cheltenham. Uh, and it's spelled like Cheltenham, but they say Cheltenham. Uh, it's in Cheltenham, England. And it's about, again, like two hours from London. Um, Ellenborough Park uh, is a 15th, 15th century house, a mansion. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Like it's like a castle. You know, it's beautiful. It's so, look it up. I don't even think the nightly rate was so terrible considering what where you were staying. Such a special place, beautiful place for a wedding. By the way, if you ever know somebody that wants to get married in the UK, you got to recommend this place. And again, you know, I would tell you, I'd say, come on, the place, not that good. I don't recommend. Remember when I went to Antigua and I told you about that trip and I told you the lunatics peddling all on the beach? I'm not going back there. I have no interest. I'm not going back there. I said it was nice. I didn't want to throw the hotel under the bus, but this place, Ellenborough Park, you got to stay there. First of all, breakfast is included in the morning. That's important to me. And the breakfast wasn't like a shitty breakfast. It was it was beautiful. Like you you sit down in this gorgeous medieval dining room, you know, with stained glass windows from the time that this house was, uh, you know, came about. You can order from a menu, a hot menu, you know, and you can order the traditional English breakfast, which is eggs, beans, tomatoes, uh, mushrooms, and toast. You can, But you could order that eggs, Florentine, you could order anything. And then you could go into another room where they had like a buffet, but it wasn't a buffet like, you know, the Hilton Garden Inn buffet. It was like they had poached apricots, poached prunes, by the way, delicious. Um, or maybe they were like stewed, I don't know, delicious. Toast and cheese and meats and cereals and yogurts. But it was all included absolutely gorgeous breakfast. Um, you know, and if you really wanted, like if you were my grandma, if I was my grandmother, I would have like made sandwiches for like the rest of the day. I didn't do that. Okay. Cause I actually like to experience the restaurants. Thank you, Nani. But, um, I, breakfast was gorgeous. The rooms were really tastefully decorated English countryside. Some of them had fireplaces. Some of them did not most of the uh, rooms had gigantic, gigantic bathrooms, clawfoot tubs. Mine had a clawfoot tub. Just, just honestly, beautiful. I don't really know how much I 
I, I appreciated like the room service or lack of room service in the uh, hotel, but like whatever, like it was there if you wanted, but they didn't advertise it. You know, it's European. They didn't like shove it down your face. It's not, you know, they have a spa. I didn't go. Cause again, they didn't really advertise it. I don't know why if they put like a big brochure to the spa on the bed, I probably would have gotten a massage, but they didn't. So I didn't really pay attention. The grounds are so beautiful at this place. They have a restaurant. The restaurant was good. So anyway, that was our home base. And every day we drove to different towns and, you know, we, we found the walks, you know, obviously everybody in the UK, they go on these big country, long country walks. So every day I just wore like the, the, my Lululemon, like exercise leggings and, you know, the small wool hiking socks and my boots and a tank. And it wasn't that hot. So, you know, whatever. And I had a little raincoat, little rain jacket. And that was it. We went on these beautiful country walks. We went into lots of towns. Um, let's see, where did we go? We um, went to Painswick, England. Uh, we stayed in Cheltenham. Chippen uh, Camden is a town in the English countryside. You cannot miss. You absolutely cannot miss Chippen uh, Camden. It, it, you, you can't believe that a town like this exists. It's like untouched from, from like the 1400s. Everything is just so cute. Uh, we went to Tetbury. Uh, Burton on water. We just went to so many towns. There in the Cotswolds is made up. Uh, it's a region, you know, and it's made up of I, I don't even know fifty towns, whatever. And each one is different. Upper Slaughter, Lower Slaughter. These are all some of the towns. Some of them are market towns where they're shopping and restaurants and and and, and little shops and and whatever you could do there. Churches and then other ones are just residential towns, but you could still you hike through them. You know, there's a parking lot and you walk and it's not like you're like a lunatic. It's not like if you went to Staten Island and you just decided to pull up on the side of Richmond Avenue and the whatever, and you just decided, you know what, I'm going to go for a hike. Okay. <laughs> In Staten Island. Like, no, it's not like that. It's like everybody does it. So it's like, you know, it's not crazy. We got lost hiking. Cause you know, this guy, I had a map. I had, um, all trails is the best app for, for hiking, like all over the world. But, it, but the more remote place you are, sometimes the trails aren't always so great, but they have reviews. So I had the trail, downloaded it, like printed it. And then I had a map, a real map, because I didn't know if I was going to have service or whatever. I had like a little guidebook. And then this guy, he's like walking off the footpath. Like there's like footpaths that you're supposed to follow. In addition to all this other stuff, we were lost in the English countryside. There was a woman that we met in Painswick, England. There was a woman that we met. She appeared out of nowhere. She was like a real life angel. We lost. I was dying. We were out. It was like a 10 mile hike, you know? And uh, and by the way, you don't have to do all these 10, five miles, but we, we, there we are, it's 10 miles. And I'm like, where the hell are we? I said, I swear to God, I'm going to kill you. And because he's like country hikes, that not everything is so manicured and this and that. And he's like, I know where I'm going. Well, the map is wrong. It's like, no, the map isn't wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> Why don't you just admit we're lost? How about that? But all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this angel appears with her two chocolate labs and uh, she starts talking to us and we tell her like, we don't know where we're going. And she helps us. She walks with us for 20 minutes. This is how nice European people are. She sees that we're lost. She talks, takes time, talks to us, introduces herself, tells us her whole life story. Excuse me. And then says... <laughs> come, I'll walk with you 20 minutes and then I'll turn off where I'm going to go to my home and I'll guide you, you know, tell you how to go the rest of the way. A New Yorker would be like, go down the block, make a left, walk like a million miles and you get there when you get there. <laughs> you know, like this lady was like, let me walk you. I was like, what? Um, 
she actually told me there was this house. You can look it up. Holcomb House, uh, H-O-L-C-O-M-B, Holcomb House in Painswick, England. Um, had an American living there, uh, a Coca- an executive at Coca-Cola was living there for years. And, and Bill Clinton stayed there and all these people. It was a, some big wig at Coca-Cola. It was a beautiful house. It just hit, The guy moved out like, uh, I don't know, 10 years ago or she, he or she, the executive. And um, it went back on the market and it sold for 5.2 million pounds. So, I mean, the houses were just magnificent, these country homes on acres and acres of property. And this lady, Kim, that I met in Painswick, Kim, our angel, thank you. I you, I know you like don't, she knew that I was a comic because Chris told her. And, uh, you know, but she, I don't know. I, I, she, I don't know if she wrote my name down. Oh, I, I don't know. But she, I don't know her last name, but Kim, you're an angel. And she told us all about this. And she said, I just want to say this isn't normal. Like walking through the countryside and seeing these giant, stately homes like this is a very beautiful area she was a yoga teacher by the way she was kim was a yoga teacher and when she turned off to her house it was gorgeous it was like ginormous gorgeous like i don't even and just because something's ginormous it doesn't mean it's gorgeous it was a farmhouse and it was stunning okay and i don't know how she's living there on a yoga teacher salary but you know what you can't ask because that's rude I remember one time with my ex-sister-in-law, she was having trouble breastfeeding. And I asked my ex-mother-in-law, like, why does she have trouble breastfeeding? My ex-mother was like, you don't ask questions like that. We're not like Americans. I was like, oh God, you people did. Please, I can't. So I couldn't ask Kim how she's affording such a big, gorgeous house on her yoga teacher's house. You know, she probably married somebody. But actually, I think she said like her husband was a teacher too or something. Okay, anyway, whatever. Sidetrack. It was just an amazing time. It was totally worth it. Uh, We ate most of our meals in pubs, these country pubs. You can go, you get a Sunday roast. That's like roast beef and Yorkshire pudding, which is like our version of a popover or a biscuit, but it's delicious with gravy and potatoes. And, you know, and obviously then you get the regular pub fare. The Sunday roast obviously usually happen on Sunday. You can get regular pub fare, the fish and chips, everything. It was just worth. It was totally worth it. I did a lot of antiquing, as I you I told you about my baby angel cherubs now on the wall. I love to buy antiques, and I have books on hallmarkings and whatnot. But I just buy what I like. That's what they say, you know. Um, all these stores have antique shops, you know. And I think I brought the average age down in the Cotswolds, by the way, by like fifty years. Let me just say that too. It was great. And I totally recommend it. And if you ever want to go, just DM me and I'm happy to tell you more. Um, still looking for wallpaper in this house. Didn't buy any in the UK. Oh, my paper fell. I, I I tried to look for wallpaper in the UK, but who knows? The measurement system's all different. I'm still looking. I did find a good store uh, online. Burke Decor has beautiful wallpapers. I, I, I ordered more samples from Wallpaper Direct. Wall Shop, shop with an A, actually spelled the British way. S-H-O-P-P-E, wallshop.com has a lot of removable, cool wallpapers, um, including like a line by Sarah Jessica Parker, which was really, which is really nice. But I ordered uh, so many more um, wallpapers, you know, because I'm papering the kitchen. They're like the, the three tiny walls that I have. My house is probably overly decorated. Like, I just don't care because I like to live like that. Like, I, I love, I love, I love like, just like pottery and chandeliers and gold and fabrics and tassels. I, I, curtains, curtains, oh, curtains. I love you. Jewelry for the windows, right? Come on, really. I, like Joan Rivers' house. Oh, 
Oh, that you had never seen Joan Rivers documentary. I swear to God, you're missing out. You got to watch that documentary. It's so good. I don't even know what it's called. It's from like 10 years ago, but they take you inside her Upper East Side apartment. I love it. She lives like a, she lives like in a, in a 15th century castle. It, her apartment was gorgeous. And she lived like that. She said she never wanted to be poor. Like they really struggled for money when she was growing up and she was always so proud. So she wanted to live in beautiful, um, you know, like beautiful lap of luxury. That's how I feel. I want to live like that. And I do. And I don't care. But I, you know, I like to pick out the little pieces to my house. I love interior design. So I love nothing more than to go antiquing. And uh, I love tag sales. Oh my God. If you, wherever you live, if you don't know about tag sales, that's when in the the wealthy towns, and say the rich towns, and that sounds so, eh. in the wealthy towns, like if you up, go to Greenwich, Connecticut, they have some fabulous tag sales and people, they're like, they're like getting rid of like, beautiful stuff for like a couple of hours because they don't want it. They just want to get that the shit the hell out of their house. But then there's people like me that would go and it's like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like whatever. Okay. Remember how he talks about Palazzo pants a few weeks ago? I got news for you. Barbara Streisand. I happen to be reading an article about her because, you know, God of all gods. And uh, she was talking about that she has a favorite pair of Palazzo pants. And she's like, and you'll die. They're like $20. I was like, what? And I was like, Barbara, are these like the Arolina, like Palazzos I was talking about on my podcast a few weeks ago? They're not. The brand is Simplicity, but spelled with an A. Like instead of the Y, it's like C-I-T-I-E, simplicity.com. Um, she, she said she just found them online. Like one day, she just found them. I believe her. And she said they were like $30, $20, $30, something like this. I went on the website. They're more like 60 And by the way, they completely sold out. So I couldn't even get a pair. But she said she loves them because they're so lightweight and so comfortable. And you can buy them with pockets, without pockets. And I am all over black size medium the second they come in stock. You can't get them on Amazon. You got to go to the website. Just thought I would share that. Because you know what? Why not be comfortable these days? That's how I feel. And I put on a pair of shorts yesterday when I took the girls to the park and I turned around and looked in the mirror, mirror and I saw like more cellulite than like I've ever seen on my legs. And I was like, oh my God. And my daughter's like, you look like Jiggly Wiggly from the Pokemon cards. And she's there like, you got to get on the Peloton. And I'm like, what? Anyway. <laughs> Something I've been wanting to tell you, I read before I left for my uh, England extraordinaire trip is bladder Botox. If you want to know about what real life psychos are, these are the Manhattan people uh, going to the Hamptons, getting Botox, bladder Botox, because apparently if you get Botox injected in your, into your bladder, it will help prevent uh, incontinence. So you don't have to go. Basically, there are women that are getting their Botox inside their bladder so they don't have to stop and pull over to go to the bathroom when they're driving in summer traffic in the Hamptons. I swear to God, this is a thing. Where I live on the Upper East Side, if I want to go out to Hamptons, if I want to go out to East Hampton, it's, I don't know. In, in, in the, I mean, you can't leave on a Friday. You'd have to leave on like a Thursday or whatever. Um, but it's like, yeah, it could be like four hours. I mean, the traffic's miserable. And sometimes you got to go, right? So there are people, uh-huh, in my neighborhood that just think, eh, let me just go get a little procedure to take care of this so I don't have to go to the bathroom. I mean, isn't that pathetic? Like when you go get a, get a procedure to, to prevent you from, from nature calling, I think that's when maybe you have too much money. I'm just a thought. I'm just, just 
just teeny, just teeny, teeny, teeny door. Anyway, I'm at the Jersey Shore this week at Jenkinson's and Point Pleasant doing stand-up. I think I'm doing like 20, 30 minutes. I'm also at Westside Comedy Club uh, doing a mom's comedy show, which will be great. Uh, really funny girls on the lineup, Carrie Louise. Uh, oh my God. Mommy's doing her podcast. <laughs> no, seriously. I am i can't. I can, Viv. No, Viv. Vivian, I don't want you on the camera. Vivian, Vivian, go. Vivian, go in the other room, please. I'll be off in five minutes. Okay, you see, this is the problem with summer vacation, okay? Not only do I not want people seeing my daughter, like, in my house. Like, if I'm on video, that's fine. Like, because I put it out there. But not on my podcast video. And she's hungry. She's not hungry. She just hears mommy screaming in the living room, right? Talking to you. So she has to come. This is what kids do. They have ears. They like, their ears, they have like, spidey senses like they hear mommy talking like about good stuff you know and they just like <laughs> anyway but i'm on this mom show at Westside comedy club uh carrie louise um is on uh, gina brion really funny lineup uh that's wednesday july 6th at Westside comedy club uh so come check us out product of the week is a great product. I've been seeing people play this in Central Park and I just ordered it. I don't know if it's any good, but everybody looks like they're having so much fun. It's called Spike Ball. Spike Ball. You can buy it on Amazon. It's like $60. It's like a little tiny trampoline and you set it up yourself. It's apparently lightweight. It comes with a little carrying case. And you play this game outside with four people. And it's basically like volleyball. But instead of like hitting the ball from person to person in the air, you like spike the ball down on the trampoline. It bounces up and it hits like the other person's hand on the other side of the trampoline. It looks so fun. It also, full disclosure, it looks like it's probably a decent workout. And it's small and it's something that you play, I think, with four people. And it looks awesome. So I'm just throwing that out there. I like to talk about the makeup and the beauty products and whatnot. but this, I think, is totally worth Summer fun, great probably birthday gift. And like, who had, I didn't even know about it. But apparently it's a thing. I think my older daughter knew about it. Like she's heard about it. Anyway. <sighs> Sorry about the child interruption, but hmm, tis the life of a mama. Quote of the day. This quote uh, is from an anonymous newspaper. Uh, it's an, I'm sorry, it's an anonymous quote I read in a newspaper in the UK and I wrote it down when I was there. And I loved it. And it's, uh, you have to get over yourself and go with it. Because once you can do that, you can have the best time ever. And isn't that true? <laughs> I'm Elise DeLucci. This is episode 107. Thank you for listening always. Please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. I need some new reviews. I will talk to you next week. Love to love you, baby. <laughs> <laughs>